This podcast is about my first trip to England. Please join us in listening to the remarkable story from the life and times of Michael Butler. In this podcast series, you'll be hearing stories from the primary themes of Michael Butler's life and memoirs. Politics, polo, theater, and love. Please subscribe via iTunes so you don't miss a single podcast. And we'll see you on the other side. I just left Cairo and arrived in London. I went to stay at the Dorchester Hotel and spent a great deal of time with Edward Holland Martin, known as Ruby. He was the brother of my friend from Cape Town, Thurston Holland Martin. After getting to know uh, Ruby Holland Martin, why uh, I really enjoyed his company. He was a a very refined aristocrat, a sort of a true blue blood appearing individual, wore a monocle. One time it even slipped into the soup, but he had a wonderful sense of humor, and I enjoyed his company a great deal. After having passed muster, why I was invited for dinner with another group of people and seated right across from, believe it or not, Winston Churchill. It was absolutely fascinating. The interesting thing, however, is that he really didn't have much to say that was earth-shattering or enormously interesting, at least to me, because a lot of the discussion at the dinner really involved local affairs and not so much an international situation. But I was truly fascinated by Sir Winston's toothpick. He had an ivory toothpick that was sequestered in a gold sleeve, and he would turn the sleeve, and then you could see the toothpick before he put it in his mouth. I will say he covered it very carefully, so we were not offended in any way. Who would be offended with an ivory toothpick in a gold carrier? But be that as it may, why, I guess I was considered too young and just there because uh, I was a friend of Ruby's brother. But anyway, it was a very wonderful thing to be able to dine with Sir Winston Churchill. Another fascinating happening really do again to Ruby Holland Martin was an introduction to the head of the Tate, which was Sir John Rothstein, who I got along with very well, and he did me very many favors of having me come in and showing me different things at the Tate. But the most interesting aspect about our relationship is that he said, I definitely think you should be painted by somebody, a man called Augustus John. And I sort of turned it down and just completely ignored his ideas or his plan for this painting. Of course, today, I can't believe how stupid I was. What a naive kid from the Middle West. 
because be painted by Augustus John was a great honor then. Now, of course, it would be an even greater honor. Well, that's life. The rest of my visit to England was equally fascinated, but totally different. Ruby Holland Martin was very interested in hunting and in horses. And at that time, when I was there, there was a very big, influential horse show going on at White City. And so yeah, I was taken every night for about a week to White City. To the Holland Martin box was a frequent visitor, the master. The master was the Duke of Beaufort. And worldwide, to the world of fox hunting, he was called the master. He had the greatest pack of hounds. Everybody just adored him. They couldn't believe somebody would have the ability run such an incredible scene as he did as his estate, which was called Badminton. So I got to know the master and was greatly honored as he was talking about a new competition that he was going to put together at Badminton of almost like a three-day event type of situation, uh, multiple approaches to different challenges for horse and rider. At the height of our discussions, I said that I would love to give a trophy for the badminton show and that I would like to have it be for the best British rider. Graciously, he accepted, and so I sent him a trophy. And to this day, mind you, this was 1948, to this day, this trophy is given to the best rider, English rider, in uh, the badminton trials. It has been presented many times by the Queen. I have never been at the badminton affair. Uh, Every time when I was living in England, at that period of time, I was usually away in the States working on hair. And so I was greatly touched and really appreciated it when Lord Patrick Beresford, my great friend, arranged for a luncheon at badminton with the winners of the Butler Cup and had this luncheon out there with the present Duke of Beaufort, and which was a great honor and a great pleasure, and I really enjoyed meeting all of these terrific horsemen. Please subscribe via iTunes so you don't miss a single podcast, and we'll see you on the other side.